man, like, what in the Avenged Sevenfold was that? Ain't that the truth? That's a whole Avenged Sevenfold vibe for me. Yeah, that's exactly what it, like, some of like this royalty-free music that I get. Like some of them will sound like Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, there was one that I was I was actually trying to download it, and for some reason it didn't want to download, but it sounded a lot like Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, I would love that one. And I was I was kind of upset, and then I went to try to re-download it again another day, and then for some reason it just wasn't available. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, always, I was, I was really liking that. that. It does, you know. And I was like, I really like that one. Why? Now I can't find it. Now it's not available. And I remembered the name of it, and I tried looking it up on the search on the, the royalty-free music website. And uh, I was like, what the hell? It's like, man, it's starting to remind me of a Monday. And that it is a Monday. Yep. So how did your weekend go? Uh, I mean, it was it was... It was a weekend for the most part. Oh, I enjoyed my weekend a lot. Uh, I did nothing fact, for the most part, actually. I got to go out for a little bit. My girlfriend and I, we went uh, Friday night to Potosi Live. I saw I saw that on your fa- uh, Facebook, I think? Or Facebook, I, put it, I, I put it both on Facebook and Snapchat. I we did. Were, we were like there. you got a front row seat. Well, at one point I did. I was because I actually found out some friends of mine were there. And they were at the very front row. So I went and sat with them for a little bit. So we were just bullshitting, talking here and there, you know, and stuff like that. And so we went and did that Friday night. Uh, Saturday, we went to uh, this place called Inez Springs Riverfront Park. And it's in Eastland. And you would think this place that we went to, you'd think you would find it in the hill country. Yeah. Because it's a spring-fed swimming pool. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a spring-fed swimming pool. And there's a river that runs right beside it. And it runs through the property that the people own. And you can actually go kayaking out there on the river. I've never gone kayaking. Have you? Oh, I've done it before. And the funny thing was I didn't do it in a river or or anywhere else. I did it in the ocean. Oh, really? (laughs) Let me tell you one thing, man. This is going to lead to several stories. Sounds sounds good to me. Okay, so I found out in kayaking, if you're very top-heavy like myself... Mm. It's not exactly going to work out that great. So, especially if you got somebody else with you that's a lot smaller than you, you're pretty much the weight that's going to move the whole thing. Yeah, you're the balancing point. Pretty much. You know, the lighter person is not going to do any kind of balancing or anything. It can't be a counterweight because it's not (laughs) (laughs) not not weighing enough. Yeah, and I'm the one that's just the heaviest part. So anyway, so the funny thing was, though, it was a friend of mine and I. We went on vacation in 2019, and uh, she decided to go with me to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, which is in the state of Jalisco, which is the west coast of Mexico. And we're right there. It's a coastal city. It's right there on the ocean. And so uh, the resort that we went to... uh, they did a lot of kayaking and so that, stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the Atlantic, right? Uh, that's the Pacific. Pacific okay. Yeah, that's yeah, the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the funny thing was, though, you know, they had kayaks. They had stand-up paddles. I mean, they had a lot of things that you could choose from, but you're not going in a river. You're going out in the ocean. Yeah, you're, you're facing waves. And yeah. Open water. And, and the cool thing about it, though, in the morning, if you go first thing in the morning... The waves are real small, or hardly any waves. Yeah, they're real subtle because the moon, the moon, just yes. gone down. That's something that I learned as well too. You know, the moon has a lot to do with 
high tide, low tide, stuff like that. You know, it's just simple stuff that you learn whenever you live by the ocean and all that. And of course, us, <laughs> we don't live anywhere near. Nope, we live in the middle of uh, dirt. Yeah. And so the waves were real small, or like I said, hardly anything. So me and her, we're out there, you know, just trying to paddle. Well, the thing was, I told her, okay, when I paddle, then you paddle. On the opposite On side. On the opposite of side, yeah. And the thing was, though, we kind of weren't doing it at the same time. I would tell her, all right, paddle. And then she would paddle right after I said that. No, 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 no. You got to paddle at the same time as I do. Because if you don't, we're going to start going in opposite directions. And or we're going to start gonna, fighting each other. You're basically just going to go from facing east to west, more or less. And just go back and forth, more or less. That, that's, that's the problem. That's the thing that we ran into is I was pushing one direction. She was pushing another direction. I'm like, hang on, wait a minute, stop. We got to get on the same page because if not, we're going to keep going in these opposite directions instead of going in one direction. Here we are looking like a bunch of idiots <laughs> out in the ocean. We're like not even very far from the from the shoreline. Of course, just but, because you just started. <laughs> and all these people are looking at us like we're stupid. There's people on surfboards. There's people on stand-up paddles that are just going right on by us. And here we are struggling. <laughs> the fucking kayak. <laughs> yeah, we're over here struggling just to get this kayak going in one simple straight direction. And we can't even do that. That's how funny it was. That, and that's finally, great unison right there. Yeah, that was, <laughs> We wouldn't make the Olympics. No, we wouldn't have made the Olympics doing that. But the funny thing was, once we got a once we got a hold of it, you know, got the hang of doing it, then we started making progress, and we were going further out into the ocean. But you can only go, I think the if I remember right, they said a quarter mile is the furthest you can go out. Yeah, just because I mean, I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's a real safety hazard after that point. Cause yeah, there's a lot of boats that run quarter, through there. Yeah, after a quarter mile, you get to deeper waters where a boat can fit, or I mean, t- tides get stronger as you go yeah. out, anyways. So I mean, it, you it, get past that quarter mile mark and a big old tide hits you, then mm-hmm. you're both stuck under a kayak at that point. <laughs> so we were, we were, like I said, we were just out there paddling away once we got the hang of it, and we started seeing all kinds of things out there, man. There were some sea turtles that were just swimming around. That's cool. Every now and then, one would come up to surface and look around and see what's going on, and and then it just jump right back, just dive right back in the water. You know, it was really cool. And then next thing you know, the waves started coming in. It just picture this, you know, my big, top heavy self, big body self like mine, just took a just took a wave to the chest. We well, the thing was, we took a wave to the side. Oh yeah, y'all y'all, y'all tipped, didn't you? <laughs> we didn't tip. We got lucky. I leaned to the side just in time. Nice. I got lucky. I got extremely lucky because she she can swim, but not that great. <laughs> I started thinking to myself, we would have been screwed if we would have fell over. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you ate the ate the wave is uh, <laughs> gracious. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that fun though. I'll tell you that. And so once once we kind of figured out, okay, I think we need to make our way back to shore because if these waves are about to start getting bigger, we're gonna get hurt. Or get we're gonna worse. Yeah, we're gonna or we're gonna possibly drown. And the other thing was too, you know, we probably wouldn't have drowned, but we had life vests on. But I was like, you know what? I think it's a good idea. We just go go ahead and go back in. We weren't even out on the water for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, as long as you enjoy enjoyed the experience, I've never done that. I've gone uh, 
uh, what is it? I've gone tubing. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I mean, yes. I've just gone, uh, and then we've just uh, floated down uh, the Frio. Oh, yes, over I at love the that. Garner State Park. Oh, mm. I love that place. Uh, that place is a lot of fun. It is, and it's very beautiful. It is. I, I would highly recommend anybody that hasn't gone to go. You got to. It's I'm telling you, Garner it is State worth it. Park, and I mean, what is it? It's almost like a one and a half mile uh, float, right, or something Some, like something that. Something like that. I want to say. I want to say it's right at a mile and a half. If, if last I remember, the last time I was down there was like 2015. Yeah, and I mean, it used to be longer, uh, but it drops you off at a bridge now, or when it did, it was a couple years back. Um, so it was like I think they, I, I think they had to cut it in half because uh, something happened to the river over where that bridge was, and the rafts were too much, and someone had passed away in the mm. raft and had got caught and caught in it and bump their head on the concrete or whatever mm. for the but um but we floated down it and then i mean it's awesome you just you just float there's it some rap uh, there's some rapids and all that it is but when you start getting closer there. to the actual park uh there's like the rope swings oh and, yes oh those are so that's, fun that's the best part i remember okay so where where there's a whole bunch of parking there's a whole bunch of people always you know mm-hmm. um we had just gotten finished floating. It was about an hour and a half float. Like it, it was a float, and um, we'd all started goofing around. There's a whole bunch of people, and they're already they're stacking up on the rope. As the rope swinging back and forth, I mean, like you got five or six people, and we're sitting on shoulders, like and <laughs> swinging on a rope in unison. Well, wow. I went to jump. As the rope was swinging away from me, clip the rope, clip the bottom dude on accident. Oh, and then landed straight on my ribs, mm. where the roots of the tree were at. Ouch! And I mean, this tree, this tree was half in the water, half in the dirt, mm. which makes no sense on how it's staying up. Yeah. But this root, I shit you not, was about as big as this table ouch and it just ate it in the ribs and i hit the ground slid in the water and everybody's like are you okay are you okay and i was like yeah i wouldn't do it again (laughs) (laughs) but no man uh what was cool about that inez springs riverfront park it's in eastland and it's not even very far from here those of you that are not and those of you that really don't know where eastland texas is if you're from this area you have a good idea so from Abilene, it's just like another 35, 40 minute drive east mm-hmm. of Abilene. And the cool thing about it, though, it's uh, a family owns the place. And so at first, the original owners were like, well, we just normally kept it for the family. And so then we decided, you know what, why not just share this with the public and we can charge an admission? And so then it grew over time. There's hiking trails out there. They have spots where you can uh, bring your RV trailer. The only thing about bringing your RV trailer over there, they don't have all the full hookups. Yeah, I mean, so I'd imagine it's just like uh, just a uh, what electricity, I guess. No, they don't even have that. So you got to have your own power and all own that. generator. Yeah. So um, that's the, that's the only about the only downside to it. Yeah. Uh, but it's still really nice out there. I mean, I enjoyed it. My girlfriend enjoyed it. The kids enjoyed it. And what was cool about it is like right where the spring fed pool is they brought in a bunch of sand so it's like a beach almost see i've gone to something 
I don't know if it was quite spring fed, but it was a, it was a, it was a, it was almost like a, it was a pool. It looked like a pool, but it was real pondish, if you know what I mean. Like there were, like it was a pool with natural fed water, hmm. and it had fish in it, had algae growing on the side. You know, like it was a wow. whole environment, and I can't even remember. It was, it was on one of the trips because I've gone to Garner twice now, and. And it was on one of our trips back from Garner, and we had stopped it. I want to say there, there's a there's a state park outside of Odessa, which we stopped at. Which it had, I believe it was Odessa, um, and it had like white sand, and you could you could. Oh, whack. you're talking about the Monahan Sand Park uh, state uh, state park. So yeah. it's uh, all the sand dunes out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's in Monahan's. That's yeah, that's west of Odessa. Yeah. Okay. So. That was kind of kind of off, but we had went to Monahan and it was it was really cool. I mean, we didn't for some reason. I guess we did it wrong or something. We didn't really get to go down, but I mean, I guess it, it's also a weight thing because I mean, I was I was like one thirty five in freshman year, you know. But like our little brother was able to do it, and I mean, it was awesome to watch. You get to see like someone basically just surf down a sand dude, dude. It's wow. dope. Man, if I tried doing something like that, I'd probably hurt myself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, we only we were only there for like thirty five minutes, not even. I mean, we had bought we had bought like a a premium pass to all state parks. Really? So we only had to pay like fifteen bucks to get into any state park. Wow. So I mean, we we stopped at like three or four of them. And it was it was cool. Uh, we stopped at that one, and then uh, I believe we stopped for the night at one the one I was telling you about that had like pond. It was like a pond, but it was still a a, a pool, and it had like some fish in it. Was that was that the uh, the state park down in Balmeray? I think so. Because that one is I keep forgetting what it's called, but it's got concrete all around it. But it's actual like a actual swimming hole like it was and i know it's an artesian that one in balmeray is an artesian spring fed pool because you can swim all the way down to the bottom and you could see it bubbling out from the ground yeah i think it, i think it was it was almost like a weird a shape i want to say like Some, the pool it, it was like triangular and then of course it had a break off on on the right side looking at it from the entrance it had a weird uh just like parallel break off more or less for a, a diving it. board but i i don't know man it was just, it was really beautiful did it, did it have a diving shop like a scuba shop next door to it i believe like across so. the road i believe yeah, so. that's balmeray state park i was down there in 2014 and uh the only way how i knew about that was because uh, of another co-worker saying hey you ought to go check this place out on your days off he was like i've been there before and i've taken my family and i went and checked it out and dude it was nice it was nice and then and then what's cool about it you have these concrete canals that run through the town and they use that water for irrigation for like the fields out there because they grow alfalfa i believe they also grow like a lot of watermelon in that area as well and then the water also goes into the lake they have a lake over there that that feeds off of the spring water that that's amazing that that's one thing that i recommend a lot of families personally is just just go to state parks. Yes. Like even the Abilene State Park. Abilene like, State Park's not bad either. It's it's not bad. I mean, it has it has a pool, but it's it's a great photo place. Oh yeah. Like it's real rocky. I mean, like 
I've gone. My stepmom used to ha- used to do photography. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the main places we always went to. I mean, she's getting paid like two hundred, three hundred bucks to take photos at this nice place. While she's taking photos, all of us, the kids, y'all just we get to play at the around. pool. Yeah, y'all just out because, playing around. Because I mean, the pool, the pool was like everybody makes references to to sandstone looking stuff. Mm. like the alamo you know mm-hmm. like i mean i do it and i'm pretty sure you've done it where you just wrote and like you just that's how you imagine what it like how it processes you know and uh i mean it it comes out with great photos i mean my sister has photos there i have photos there and i mean it state parks are probably one of the best places to go and i mean that's what to be honest that's what makes up most of texas it's yeah, just private property for the state parks. There, There's a lot of state parks. And the cool thing I like about going to a state park is you don't have to have a fishing license to go fishing there. Nope. Because you're already paying admission to get in there, and it's pretty much covering that. Exactly. And that's, that's the one thing I love about going to state parks is once you pay the admission, you can go fishing. It's free reign. Yeah. Every, everything, everything at that point is available. I mean, and like... I, I'm not real superstitious about, like, having police around me or anything, but, like, I mean, that's one thing that you don't have to worry about. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have you don't have a, a policeman or a game warden down your neck at that point. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's all state-regulated at that point, so you don't really need... It's kind of hard to break the rules in a state park, if we're going to be honest. I yeah, mean, I mean, you think about it, too, you're also being watched as well. You yeah. Know, but not as, not as bad, though. Yeah, I mean... But since you're paying for all that entertainment, it's basically like, I mean, you're paying for everything. Like yeah. you said, you get you don't have to have a fishing license to fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you. That like so some of the best fishing I had was on some state parks, and I've caught a lot of good bass, a few good cats, catfish here and there, you know. And that's the thing that I like fishing for is catfish. Because if I catch a good enough size catfish, I'm filleting that thing. Oh, I, I would love that. <laughs> See, that's my downfall is I, I don't I don't fish. I, really? Uh, growing up, I of course, uh, you know, my dad lived in Abilene. I lived with my mom. So I didn't really have a an adventurous father, I guess I could say. Yeah, I, I love fishing for, for catfish. You know, I like fishing for bass. <laughs> But what I like about fishing for catfish is you can pretty much just set it out there and just wait. Mm-hmm. Give it a little bit of time. But for bass, you got to keep working at it. You got to yeah. do this. You got to do that, you know. See, and, uh, and it kind of just bugs me out, you know. We went fishing at Lake Trimble uh, with one of my guys, uh, with uh, my friend group from college or whatever. And uh, it was fun. One of our guys, he had left. So we were uh, we were on a little peninsula, basically, like little part of it that was surrounded by water. And uh, he had walked on the opposite side of us where the current was flowing, mm-hmm. uh, where it was basically he was fishing with the current parallel to him, uh, not away from him or towards him. And uh, he had caught about a five-pound bass. Hmm. And we had put uh, a little survivor rope or whatever um, through, like, our friend that usually fishes, he uh, he has a little blue uh, survivor rope or whatever with a, a key ring on the end. So he ran the rope through the, the one of the holes, uh, through the, the one of the gills. Oh yeah. Of the bass, and put it through the key ring, and then we wrapped it around a rock, 
So we had a pet fish. <laughs> <laughs> and we just let it chill there, you know. I mean, yeah. it's just and it's just swimming around or whatever. And then before we went to leave, we took it out and we let it go. And it, it was the coolest little thing. I oh, mean, you had a pet bass. Yeah, we had a pet bass connected to a string like we were walking the damn thing. And it was hilarious. <laughs> wow. I could, you know, I could really picture that a lot. That, that's kind of like one time I went fishing and I wasn't even paying attention to where I was sitting at. All right. So here's the thing. I was, like I said, I like fishing for catfish. So I just like sitting out there and waiting for the rod to start making some noise. So I was like, oh, you know, I got fish on the hook, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't really paying attention where I was sitting at. And it was at Lake Trammel, too. So where the boat ramp is at Lake Trammel. Which side? The, which as, is as the, soon as which you is entrance the west side. or the... The west side. Okay. Because I don't know if... I've seen people do, uh, drop off their boats on the entrance coming from, I guess it would be downtown. Mm-hmm. of Sweetwater, and then i've seen them do it on the opposite side as well uh so i mean yeah uh, I've, I, I was fishing by the the west side so it was like you're coming from highland oh, okay, okay coming coming into lake trammel well i was a little further off in the trees to the to the uh, southwest side mm-hmm. and so i really wasn't paying attention i sat my lawn chair down just cast it out and it was a real beautiful day sunny wasn't too hot or nothing you know perfect time for fishing and I just forgot about everything, and I fell asleep. And I was just like, oh, man, I felt so good. And I woke up, and I look at my watch. I was like, oh, man, it's 12 noon. I've been asleep for like two hours. I got there about 10 o'clock in the morning. Ooh. And next thing you know, I kind of hear, start, I start hearing a rattle. I was like, oh, shit, I know what that is. Where the hell is it at? So I kind of turned my head around, looking to my left, looking to my right, because it sounded like it was coming from all around me. Mm. And I was like, man, don't tell me I'm surrounded. So I kind of start looking around, and I finally looked to my right-hand side, and there was a rattlesnake just coiled up right next to me. That was in the middle of the sun. He was just sunbathing right next to me, just just coiled up. But since you would woken whenever, up and but, moved. Yeah, exactly. And, I made, and the chair was squeaking, too, and it heard that, and it woke it up, and it's just... And I looked, and I got up really slow. I was like, okay, buddy. I did not mean for you to come right up next to me like that. I don't know how long that snake had been there. And that's what worried me. I was like, how long has this thing been there? Has it been there since I've been asleep? Ooh. I was like, just imagine my hand would have fell. Like my smack arm would have smacked the shit out of it and got bit. Bit the fuck out of you. <laughs> Just imagine that, dude. And it really scared the shit out of me. I was like, I really need to be paying more attention to what I'm doing. Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty bad when you're in uh, Sweetwater, huh? Uh, I mean, even in Rotan, we get, we get snakes all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh... I don't know. I've always grew grew up liking snakes. Actually, you know, snakes uh, don't really bother me. Snakes either. are actually one of my favorite favorite animals in in on the earth for the most part. To be honest, even though how I mean, they're all dangerous. Even even if it's not poisonous, but yeah. I mean, they're so how do, they're so interesting. Like like how do how does something slither? I mean. For some for some reason, people use slither. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a word that I mean. I feel like, how does it how does it move, just by, side like an S movement. You know, like what gives it that forward momentum? Because I mean, yeah. you see a sand uh, 
a sand side a side winding snake, it moves sideways. Yeah. How how? You know? So you know, and, and it's a good thing you bring that up because I actually kind of know how that works. So if you look underneath the snake's belly, and you see all those lines, and you see all those individual muscles, yeah, or and all that, they actually move. That's what moves the snake. Really? And it all they all move together. So like one part, the front part of the snake's body will start to grip and move, and then the back half of the body does the same thing afterwards. And that's what helps it move forward. See, now I could now I could be wrong exactly how that works. If you do know exactly how a snake moves like that, like I know that's the general idea. Yeah. Because like I said, if you look on the bottom of a snake's belly, it got you'll real see linear, linear it's, it's muscles. Got, it's exactly it's got like these one muscle here, one muscle there, and all that. And if you look, that's how they grip things. But like I said, if you do know the biology of a snake and how a snake moves and all that hit us up on facebook or instagram the damien and jesse show don't forget we also have a snapchat and we'd love to hear from you oh speaking of snapchat we got quite a few people on the snapchat too now like i want to say like maybe half the people that are added on the snapchat are from rotan oh really Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I'm one, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got quite a few people added on there from row 10. But, yeah, if you do know the biology of a snake and how it likes. Ooh, excuse me. That Modelo is kicking in. I I, I can tell. <laughs> I'm you, just out here drinking the agua, man. You're just drinking the water, man. He's, 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 he's keeping it safe. But, no, if you do know how the biology of a snake and know how the snake moves and all that, we've been interested in knowing all that. I just know very little. Let us know something. Like I so said, hit us up. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a veer off real quick on the snake subject since we're talking about Tremel for the most part, you know. Um. Last time I went to Tremel, this I I'd made a reference to this. Uh, last time, if y'all would have paid attention, I said something about an accident that mm. uh, happened recently. Oh. Um. We went to Trimble and we were fishing. It was the day. It was it was the day we caught that fish or whatever. Yeah. Well, after that, we went to look for a different spot because we were there for about a solid couple hours. Um, and I don't know if you've done this, where the entrance is coming in from downtown. Um, if you keep following that road, it of course it wraps around the back end of Trimble. Yeah. Well, we took an adventure to the far back end of Trimble. Where, I mean, where Trimble turns into a river instead of a big old pond, which is beautiful. If you, if, if you have a half ton or a, a quarter ton pickup somewhere hiding, Damien, I highly recommend <laughs> going back there. I wouldn't do it in regular street tires. I'm going to say that. <laughs> we had a lifted Ford F-150 2003 and it had the all trains it had the the lifted suspension and all that four-wheel drive well um we went we went down there whatever and then uh i don't even remember what made us come back into town i think it was just oh we were we were trying to make it to dinner to the school Mm -hmm. well on our way back we had started um whoever is listening don't do this like don't um we'd went the back road in between uh loves and ta uh-huh. if you go under the bridge and keep yeah. going past the 18 wheeler stop there's a uh a, a little what is it a uh, plant 
Yeah, gas the gas plant, the Atmos, yeah. Atmos gas plant. Yeah, if you go past the Atmos gas plant and just follow that road, it starts S it starts doing S curves and all that. Well, we were in a lifted pickup as I said. Um we were fishtailing. We were we were losing throwing traction off, two wheel drive on, you know, going I mean, I don't even think we were going over 30 to be honest. Well, they had just skidded the roads, and if anybody knows, when they skid the roads, they tend to not skid the sides very well, so you get big old piles of dirt. Well, we had lost traction going around a corner, and he had overcorrected, kind of, but corrected well for the most part. Yeah. Well, since we had... 25 30 miles momentum i mean in a a vehicle it doesn't feel that fast but outside it's fast you know um the vehicle the truck had hit the the uh the little lumps that the skid steer had left just right stopped all of our momentum and flung the truck like straight rolled it on the side and like i mean it, it flipped at least two or three times and it landed on my side where where i was mm. like so my side was laying on the floor well the thing that sucked about it was he had sub speakers and for, if anyone knows most of the time people don't anchor those down oh no his subs had flung up to the opposite side of me and came down and landed right on my ankle. Oh, that had hurt. Me, me being me, not knowing what had happened. And of course, I have adrenaline at that point in my body. I thought I had just shattered my whole ankle. Because I couldn't move it. Mm. And the funny part of the whole situation before that is as we're rolling... Everybody, or the dude beside me, so we have four guys, the ones in the front seat, and two in the front seat, and two in the back seat. The guy beside me in the middle seat, because he had a little toolbox beside us, which thankfully was anchored down, because I would have cried. <laughs> um, I see him bouncing up and down, because he doesn't have his seatbelt on. He headbutts the ceiling like two or three times. And I just see his body going up and then back down beside me. And, like, after he gets flung up, like, midway through the second time, he just grabs onto me. Wow. He just anchors onto me like no other, dude. And it's hilarious. I mean, we were thankful. Thankfully, like, we talked about it afterwards. We had landed over a barbed wire fence. If we were in a vehicle that was not lifted, we would have died. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, it was on all of our side besides the guy in the passenger seat. Yeah. Well, we hit the T-post. We looked at it. If we would have been not lifted, the T-post would have went through the truck. Ooh. It would have went through the mirrors. Or it would have went through the glass. Mm. And it w- and I don't know if anybody's ever seen a accident where you hit barbed wire. After you hit a T-post, the T-post tends to take the barbed wire with, with it, it. Mm-hmm. so we would have all got wrapped up in barbed wire Ooh. so we were thankful enough and we we've, we've all talked about it like we were being stupid and the driver he wanted to take full responsibility for it 
I mean, we're his friends. We're not just going to put that on him. We encouraged yeah. it. But some people won't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we all admit it. We're all in the wrong. We were encur- excuse me. We were encouraging him to do it. So we we all need to take the blame on this one. I mean, thankfully nobody. I mean, the owner of the land, I guess, didn't really care. Because uh, I mean, plenty of people drove by to ask if we were okay. Our teacher helped us. We we followed our friend back home so he could take his truck home to tell his parents. And, I mean, the day went on. We were all wow. making jokes about it. We're real thankful. But now we look back, and it's like, that shit's funny. Because, I mean, I have, photo, I have photos of the truck, of it being on its side. And then one of our guys have a recording right before the accident happened. Oh. And you can hear me. God, I was so stupid. You could hear me say full send. Ooh. Because, I mean, we're all having fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, we didn't yeah. expect anything bad to happen. Yeah. And then as soon as we all realize we're fucked, all of us are at the same time we're left go, oh shit. Ooh. <laughs> and then the, the recording cuts off. Ooh. So it like as we talked about, it's one of those moments where it's all like, man, that shit sucks. Mm. But now you look back at it and it's like, kinda funny. Yeah, you're like, you know what? I don't know, but damn. <laughs> It's kind of like a situation that Jesse and myself got into. And uh, the funny thing was it had to do with some uh, mopeds. And uh, this was this wasn't the one where Steven had his little thing going on. But um, this was the first cruise that we had went on. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it, <laughs> we rented these mopeds. And Jesse had a had a good way of, you know, maneuvering that thing because he's smaller than me, of course. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I've ridden these things before, you know, so I got an idea how to work these things. I had never rode one before. Oh. I never have. So I'm over here, big body bear looking self, you know. <laughs> this big exact, body bear. That's exactly what I look like. I look like a big circus bear, you know, <laughs> side, on that little bicycle that they're riding on. Yeah. And all that. That's what I look like. That's what I look like was a big circus bear on this little bitty moped and i'm over here trying to figure this thing out and i'm trying to drive off in it and then it starts to to wiggle around a little bit and i'm like oh my god Mm. i think i'm about to hurt myself doing this like i don't know if this was such a if this was such a good idea good idea yeah (laughs) so then the thing was you know once i finally started getting the hang oh okay all right this isn't so bad you know and i finally started speeding in this thing so when i was figuring everything out you tell me that thing could speed with you on it Believe it or not, it could. It had a little 150 cc. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean, it, it wasn't that bad, you know. It, it when I figured kilometers per hour to miles an hour, I was doing about 45. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fast for a moped. For a moped, that's that's pretty damn fast. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting you to say like one uh, 150 kilometers no, per hour, no. which I mean, I don't know if anybody knows this. That's like 65 miles per hour. Yeah. I mean that's pretty fast. I mean, yeah, I was I was doing about forty five. I, I did the math. I was figuring everything out on my phone. I was like, holy shit, I'm doing about forty five when I'm doing all this stupid shit on this thing. So once I got the hang of it, we took off riding around the island. We were in Cozumel at this time, and so we decided, you know, we're just gonna ride around the entire island just to check it out. Yeah, just you know? look at it, you know. So we ended up at this place called the Ohana Bar and Cafe, and it's right on the edge of a beach. 
and there's a lot of waves that come in, but it's not suitable for surfing. Oh, so it's it's, it's, it's real rough. Yeah, the seas are the waves are real rough, and then there's nothing but rock edges. Yeah, it's not so, beach. So it's so it's not suitable. Now one part is a beach, but it's like I said, it's not suitable for swimming either because the waves come crashing in afterwards. Mm-hmm. So we get there, we're having a few shots, we're having some drinks, we're having some food, and then that's when I start feeling real adventurous on that moped. Start standing up. Oh my god, dude! I was trying to do wheelies. I'm I'm not bullshitting you. I was trying to do some wheelies. <laughs> but if you look closely, I mean, Jesse's got a video on Facebook. So we're we decided to go, like I said, all around the the, the island. We end up going to this one spot, and uh, I, I can't remember what kind of uh, ruins they were, but I don't know if they were Mayan or Aztec. I think they were Mayan ruins of some sort. Anyways. So you have this stretch of road, and I mean stretch of road. It's like a four-mile stretch. Shot. Yeah, straight shot. Oh. And I decided, you, you know, the mopeds. that's exactly what Jesse and I were doing. And somehow or another, my fat ass was outrunning him. <laughs> I, was, I was getting it, dude. And, and for some reason, I had my right signal light still on. I think it was my right or my left signal light still on. Well, Jesse was trying to catch up to me, and he was yelling. He was recording on his phone at the same time. Hey, you still got your signal light on. And me being up ahead of him, I couldn't hear him. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear him. I didn't want to hear him because, like I said, we were racing. We were like, let's see who can get to the very end the fastest, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, well, once you get towards the end... It S curves. Oh. So I saw that up ahead and I slowed down just in time. And Jesse sees me slowing down and he was like, oh man, just imagine we would hit that going real fast. I said, yeah. Excuse me. I said, that would have been horrible. So we complete the S curve and we get to the entrance where you got to go in and pay. You had to pay to take the tour. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the guy, I said, well, how much is the tour? He was like, oh, it's uh, $10 or something like that. He was like, but we don't have, uh, he says, the next tour won't start until two hours afterwards. Oh. And I was like, Jesse, we ain't got time for that because this was towards the end of the day. We had to get back on the ship. Mm-hmm. And so I was so like. So this two, is when. Uh, this was the first cruise that we went on. Okay. And this was in uh, 2015. Yeah, 2015. And. Have you have you gone on the cruise? Did you go on the cruise that uh, Jesse and Steve went on? Yeah, I was the one that did all that. Okay. Yeah, I put all that together for them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, we'll get back to that story cuz there's a lot of interesting things about that. See, and um, that's when I need to that's where I need to bring Steven in. Steven needs to come in and tell his part, and I think that's kind of what I want to save it. So, anyway, so I told Jesse, "No, we're not going to wait 2 hours because we need to be back on the ship in 2 hours." So, we decided, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get out of here and let's just go see what else is up ahead. He takes off full speed <laughs> and forgets that there's the S curve right there. He uh. completely forgets. Next thing you know, I just hear him, oh shit. And I kid you not, Tanner. I just see both of his legs, one leg going out this way, one leg going out that way, and he's skidding on gravel. <laughs> oh. And he's over here, you know, trying to slow himself down, you know, kind of like what you would do on a bicycle, you know, but he's doing it on this moped. He's holding both brakes and <laughs> holding his feet on the ground like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> he's, he's doing that. He's like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And next thing you know, I see all this dirt flying right behind him, and then he regains control. 
And he turns around. He looks at me. He's a dude. I almost ate shit. <laughs> he was like, that was bad. I was like, did you forget that the S curve was right here? He said, yes, I did. <laughs> but it almost, it could have been real bad. He would have had a lot of road rash from that. <laughs> and so then afterwards, here we are. We complete the S curve again. And <laughs> that four mile stretch going back to the entrance, we were just hauling ass. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would have. Yeah, we were just hauling ass, dude. And I was like, man, that would have been really bad if Jesse would have ate shit. Yeah, it really would have. And he would have. And the thing was, he didn't even have a shirt on. He's just riding around in shorts and, the, and shoes. Ooh. So just imagine how bad that would have been. I, I I couldn't imagine to be honest. Ooh, dude, it was it was so horrible. That would have been scared. I would have been scared too. And here's the thing about it though. After <laughs> after at the end of the day, when it was time to turn the mopeds back in, mm-hmm. you had a. I got lucky and I paid an extra five dollars for the gas. Mm-hmm. And so that five dollars they used it to fill it back up. I didn't know the moped only had like a two gallon gas tank. But when I figured everything out, that thing was very fuel efficient. It really Cause, is. Because I only, I didn't even use half a tank. <laughs> and, I, and I was hauling ass. And then the, the only thing that they were checking for was, you know, for damage and stuff like that. But then we're paying damage. And then whenever we get to the, when we get to the place to turn them in, Jesse's like, "Hey, dude, sit back down on your moped." And I sat back down on it like you know, like normal. He was like, "Dude, you know, you've been riding around." And your tire is just bulging. No. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, dude. They sent you with a flat tire? It wasn't what exactly a flat tire. I was just too heavy for the thing. So there wasn't enough air in it. <laughs> there wasn't enough air in it, but I was just too heavy for it. And I was like, dude, just imagine if that thing would have blown. That would have been bad. Ah. Oh, that would have sucked. That would have been bad. And I, I was like, you know, I don't even want to look at the front I mean, tire. In 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 reality, uh, the fact that it was the back tire and that's the the tire that you have the most weight on, I'm pretty sure, like, don't nobody come put hateful comments or death threats <laughs> if I'm wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure you would have been fine. Because yeah. I mean, your weight, the suspension, <laughs> your weight, the suspension. I mean, there's always going to be that rubber there. Like, even when you blow the tire, the rubber's mm-hmm. still going to be there. So, I mean, in retrospect, if you think of it, yeah, it could have been bad. But at the same time, in reality, it would have been worse with someone lighter on there, most likely. Because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had weight to as a factor. Um, so, I mean, you could you would have been fine for the most part. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't see the tire blowing you and... <laughs> And you eat shit, you know. <laughs> it, it, I feel like it, in that circumstance, it would be like, man, I just popped a flat tire. <laughs> you know, and I, and I was thinking about it as a dude. I don't know what the outcome would have been if I would have blown that tire. Yeah. But at that point in time, I really didn't care. I was heavily intoxicated. Really didn't give a shit right now at that point. I was just ready to get back on the ship, continue drinking. Exactly. And eat some food. And don't Which, get me wrong, we ate some really good food on yeah, the island. Yeah, I was six and say I've heard I I've heard uh from the story with Stephen and Jay uh that I mean one the on the ship the crew's food was pretty good. Oh yes. Like it was really good. And then mm. I mean I could imagine if you're if you're going to any place on a cruise, they're not going to drop you off or stop for a detour. 
for y'all to eat nasty ass no. food. Because no. that would just put a bad name on them, you know, because they, they'd be dropping you off an island where there's nasty food, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would suck. But no, it was it was really good food everywhere we went to. Everywhere we went to, they they had really good food. And, of course, like I said, on the ship, we had some really good food as well. Ooh man, that one mm. that one got you right there. That one got me right there. And speaking of getting me, I think we got to get going, Tanner. Yeah. It's Monday. I know you got things you got to do. I got things I got to do. But one thing I got to tell you about before we end this episode: those of you that go to school here in Roscoe or have kids that go to school here in Roscoe, and you go to the hometown football games, buy one of the programs. I'd highly recommend it. I can see it right now. Yeah. And Tanner actually got to take a look at it. Because guess who you will see in one of the pages? Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, it's not me. It's, well, it's not <laughs> you, but, but you're part of it now. You will actually see us in the program with an ad. And the ad is pretty much, it just says, The Damien and Jesse Show, stream now. And, of course, it has what platforms we are on. Exactly. It's the same thing that most people see on the link. And yeah, it'll give you a... And if you really want to know what it looks like, go on Facebook and take a look at it. I got it posted on Facebook. We decided to do something a little different. And this is exactly what we did. And I've kind of been wondering, you know, those who actually looked at this program at the football game, like, I wonder if they actually took the time to this go through... This Friday night. It was it was this past Friday night. Exactly. And then we got uh I think I think Roscoe's got another home game this weekend. I'm not really sure. I keep forgetting. I just wonder how many people have actually gone through and looked at this and decided, you know what? I wanna check these guys out. I wanna hear what they got to talk about. Yeah. So if you did see us on the Roscoe football program, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, the Damien and Jesse show, and don't forget we also have a snapchat tdj show is our snapchat handle name so gotta check it out go to one of the games buy one of the programs because you're going to be supporting the athletic department and you're going to see us in there and like i said and if you've seen us on there let us know something facebook or instagram the damien and jesse show we got to get the hell out of here it's monday Tanner's got a lot of things he's got to do, too, as well. What what you got going on? Homework. <laughs> homework. The good old, Lots of homework. The good old homework. I got to start getting ready for work. I got a lot of things I got to do Tuesday. But stay tuned. We're going to have more stories coming up. So we'll catch you on the flip side. Adios.